Mary Shelley, 24 Chester Square, read by Juliet Stevenson. I was born in London, but not here in this beautiful house. This all came later. My life before 24 Chester Square was something like the life of a gypsy. I moved about the world looking for something, or rather following someone, namely my husband, the love of my life, a poet called Percy Bysshe Shelley. I met him when I was fifteen. He was a friend of my father, but not that much older than me. People would say he swept me off my feet, but it was much more than that. He was everything. Despite the deep connection we had, there was something about me that attracted tragedy. A sense of foreboding and darkness was never very far from my life. It all began when my mother, the philosopher and writer Mary Wollstonecraft, died less than a month after I was born. I could never quite shake off the feeling that I had something to do with her death. I learnt to write my own name by tracing her name from her gravestone. I wanted to keep a part of her in my life. My father, William Godwin, was kind to me, but he remarried and was distracted with his work and his writings. I was left very much to my own devices. I devoured books and couldn't help but be drawn to the darker side of human nature and was fascinated by how science and progress shaped our humanity. It was when I met Percy that the world I thought I knew turned on its axis. We eloped one night and walked across France to Switzerland and Lake Geneva, where we had hoped to find a place to begin our lives together. My stepsister Claire came with us, in search of love and adventure too. <laughs> there was no shortage of that. We lived for some time in Switzerland with Lord Byron and a group of free-thinking writers and poets, who later became labelled as the Romantic Poets, always with a capital R, it was both an inspirational and deeply lonely time. I was 18 during the year without a summer. It was 1815 and an Indonesian volcano erupted, creating the most extraordinary climate across Europe. Thick black ash filled the skies. It was on one such blackened night, we all sat up talking, and a challenge was laid down for us all to write a horror story. I dreamt that night about a scientist who created life in a way which ultimately horrified him. And that was the start of the story that would define me for the rest of my life. Frankenstein, or the modern Prometheus. So much changed after that book was published and should have made me very happy. But the darkness never left me and sadness waited round every corner. My husband drowned when he was only 29. His body was not allowed to return to England, so I kept his ashes in a silk purse about my desk. I think and breathe of him every day.
My one surviving son, my own and most darling Percy Florence, was the only thing that truly made me happy after that. I was determined to find a place for him in the world, and we lived here for a time together while I travelled and wrote frantically essays, articles, and novels. I managed to find some peace here in Chester Square at the end, having tried to keep my mind tranquil through the steady purpose of writing and recording the world as it turned. <laughs>